The Future Lifestyle Pro Podcast. It's me, Matthew. How are you doing today? It's my 14 day challenge. It's another day. Didn't feel as nervous about pressing live today. So, um, 14 day challenge of doing a live on Facebook every single day because I want to show everyone that it's alright to do it. It's okay to go live. It's not vain. It's not attention seeking. It's just a modern way of communicating. Getting to 2019. Guys, um, hi Diane. Uh, so, it's kind of a little bit to promote our Future Lifestyle Pro page, Future Lifestyle Pro podcast, and just create a little bit of awareness. Future Lifestyle Pro is like a, a group of us. They say that uh, you become like the people you associate with, so we decided to create a group of people who were very uh, forward-thinking in terms of career, um, in personal growth, and, and just wanting to do something pos- positive with our lives. Hi, David Hebblewhite. Hope you're well. I miss you, Dave. I miss you, Ebby. I miss that shiny bald head and those silly, those sort of glances that you give me when I say something silly and um, you think, what a silly little boy you are, Matthew. I miss it. So, hey, Pash, all right, mate. So, this, I'm going to talk about, after yesterday talking about what a weak person might be, what a weak person looks like, hi, Lisa. Kind of following on from that a little bit, um, just about being human and, you know, the fact that we're all human, we all have the same emotions and feelings and all this kind of insecurities and securities and all this other stuff. Andy Pollard, you all right, mate? So I thought I'd just talk about it a little bit more because I'm a bit um, obsessed with this stuff at the moment, I'll be honest. And I'm going to give a book away as well because it's a personal development exercise, is this. Hey, up, Jay. So because it's a personal development exercise, if you slide into my DMs, slide into those DMs, um, I'll give you a book, I'll send you a book over. The, the one I'm going to give you today is called Who Moved My Cheese? It's very short. Hi, Wendy. Hello. Yo, John. So, Who Moved My Cheese? It's a, it's, I think it's really important for us all to read because it's really short, really easy. It's a story. Kids could read it, but it's about the fact that things will always change and how are you going to deal with the stuff that changes don't expect things to stay the same because you're setting yourself up for a big fall, big disappointment. So, I'm going to talk about being human because I'm starving. I want to get this out of the way, right? So, you know, I think that we all have biases. We're all biased in our own way. We have our own, we're judgmental of other people and the fact that everyone's different. There's lots of different cultures and creeds and beliefs and all this other stuff. Um, and we've all, we're all very biased and we're conditioned that way. And I think the main reason behind that, I hope Jimmy, is because of, mainly because of the news, because of the media. Um, and what I was saying to a lot of people recently, I'm doing this, I'm trying to give up sh- processed sugar for Lent. And it's, it's 
it's fucking awful. I'll be honest. It's like I, you don't realize how much you're addicted to something until you try coming off it for more than three days. Um, but I think a good thing to be to purge yourself off it of is the news. I, I don't. I watch the news very, very rarely. If it's on in background, I'll watch it. And I, a friend of mine said, "Why don't you try not watching the news for a month?" Right. So I did it, and it it literally changed my life. I I actively go out of my way to not watch the news. I don't. I have I'm not much of an idea what's going on with the current political climate with Brexit and that. I just ask people who I believe uh, who've got a similar like outlook on life to me. I ask them what's happening, and then I just take their word for it. I don't read the newspaper. Might look at the back page, but that's about it. If it comes on the radio, the news, I turn it off. Um, I try and avoid it basically because it 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 causes us to form biases and it form it causes us to um, yeah and those biases that we have towards other people it's just a monkey on our back that we're carrying around they don't care what we think about them but we care and it makes us angry so why would we want to do that to ourselves so I'll just give you a little brief history of what we are as humans because bear in mind all we are is uh, an, 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 another animal like everyone else, like everything else on the planet, every other sentient being, a cow, a jellyfish, a blooming bird, a lizard, an ape, a human, are all sentient beings. We all we all have a life that we're trying to survive in and reproduce in. Um, so it, we, we've gone through four phases, and we're just coming into the last phase now. So the first phase was the cognitive revolution. So... We went from just apes, we just went through it from apes to all of a sudden we started to be able to talk. The only animal on the planet that could talk about things that weren't actually in the room with us or in the area with us. So we could talk about things that weren't there. So when you get humans that are talking about people, bitching about other people, um, you know, telling stories about other people and all this stuff that we all know that everyone likes to do. That is such a normal and typical human trait is, is talking about other people that aren't there because it, what, what it helps us to do is start communicating in, big, in larger groups. Uh, and there were Neanderthals who were another type of human. Not, not, we didn't come from being a Neanderthal. We came from being a Homo sapien. Um, and Neanderthal was a different type of human, but the Homo sapiens wiped them out and killed them. And Neanderthals were not only physically stronger than us, but they were uh, they were more they had bigger brains than us as well, uh, Homo sapiens. But what they couldn't do is communicate as well in groups, and that's why we literally just mass murdered them out, and we just wiped them out within a a, a, a few thousand years. Um, so that's where that started in cognitive revolution. Then we went to agricultural revolution. So probably five, maybe, I don't know, 10,000 years ago or something like that, we started to um, cultivate wheat. We started to learn that we don't just get to have milk when a cow's pregnant. If we do this certain process to a cow, we can actually drink milk whenever we want. Or we started to be able to grow wheat all, wheat all year round and start to live off, off the land and cultivate things for our own benefit rather than just allowing Mother Nature to take care of it all. And then the third uh, revolution was the Industrial Revolution about maybe five, six hundred years ago-ish. And that's when corporations started to um, rise up. So... 
we we also, we started to get jobs and um, you know people would create a business, grow the business, and then we employ the local town, and that was the uh, industrial revolution. But out of that revolution, the corporations started to get a real hold of the world, and that's where capitalism. So money, spending money, um, growing things to get more things, and you know using this using this system to get things that we want that we think will make our lives easier. That's where that came from from the industrial revolution, and we're just moving into now the uh, the data revolution. So where things we don't not uh, we'll no longer need people to. Uh, run businesses we'll no longer need people to run factories like we did before we always needed manpower for farming for industry but now we don't we don't actually well we, we're going to start to not need manpower anymore so what we're going to do i don't know but the, what they're saying is there's going to be a for the first time in history a useless class of people where there's going to be people that are genuinely not needed for anything other than just consuming um so, we've kind of. So, what we are is an, an animal that can tell stories. And one of the best stories that we have, the most successful stories we have, so there's, there's many. Religion's an example of a story. Um, films are an example of a story, but we can see them on a screen. The most successful story is definitely money. Money does not exist in its tangible form. If you try, if you gave a £10 note to a a monkey and told that monkey you can buy hundreds of bananas with this they'd tear it up and throw it and, or, or if you offered them a £10 note or a banana they would eat they would eat the banana and throw the £10 note away because it has no intrinsic value but money is an example of a story that humans have been able to create to con to, 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 to create some kind of control and value and, and another example is a flag a country so you know, we, we, we all um, we all like to be patriotic and, uh, you know, I love my country, England. I love I love my town, Bradford, even though I don't live in Bradford anymore. But um, I, lo I, lo I, love, I, I do feel an affiliation to my country and my, my town, but it's really, that's a story as well. The flag, when you look at the English flag or whatever country you're from, what are you actually looking at? What, what does the flag represent? It's just a story that the powers that be of of um, of of not condors, but they've they've convinced us that there's uh, we have to follow a certain set of rules and do certain things in order to stay true to the flag or true to that creed. You know, people have been sent to die in wars for centuries in the name of a king that they've never even met, for example. It's an absolute load of bollocks, if you ask me. Um, so, so, so that's that's what we are good at is telling stories. We we we've become conditioned over the last five hundred years by capitalism, and what capitalism and capitalism's a story as well. Capitalism tells us that it tells us that we're individuals. You're an individual. If you want to go, if you want to go go traveling, you go traveling. If you want to wear that kind of clothes, you wear that kind of clothes because you're an individual. You can do whatever you want. You can move out if you want. You don't need your parents anymore. You don't need looking after by your family anymore. But what that started to do indirectly um, is it started to create more, uh, turn us all into individuals. And humans, for thousands upon thousands upon thousands of years, have worked in groups and have relied upon each other 
as groups. You know, family family units would all stick together. The the the, the grandma. Now, now old people almost get cast aside by society. They just, they just kind of, yeah. You just sit in front of that telly. You just sit in front of that telly, love, and you know we'll feed you until it's time for you to die. That's what happens with old people these days. But what they used to do is they would be the ones who would they'd be like um, helping the the young mums to birth the children. They'd be helping to they'd be helping discipline the young mums in helping them. Um, breastfeed the the children for longer because it's not easy breastfeeding or or so 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 I'm told so there was an actual tangible use for old people thousands of years ago but that's not needed anymore because of all this other these other systems these capitalistic systems that we've developed um, so what it does what it's led to is is being more isolated as individuals which you know with so much things going on we've got social media accounts to manage we've got um, bills to pay, families to maintain, um, children to keep happy. You know, they're 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 at the whims of all this advertising, and all their friends are buying all this awesome stuff, and they're getting all this awesome stuff and having all these awesome experiences. So you feel pressured into maintaining a a, a brilliant life for your kids, and all these other things, these pressures that we've got, and it's too much for our Homo sapien brain. We're just an animal. We've got a We've still got a, a, an animal brain and it's too much for it to take and that's why there's so much stress. There's so much um, so much stress and anxiety these days. I, I, I'm 36 years old and, and, you know, even I've suffered from uh, from stress and anxiety and, and I'm, I would consider myself quite um, quite uh, strong in, in that kind of way usually but it gets all of us. I know so many people suffering from stress and anxiety and depression. It's becoming an epidemic. Why? Because we're not we're we're not only losing touch with who we actually are as humans, but we're we're losing touch with our s smaller family unit and the the people around us that we we actually need. So what we start doing is we start looking for friends. We start looking for groups uh, of friends to be our um, peers. And what what that does is that that makes us more um so if you've got if you if you're a parent let's just say if you're reliant so much on your friends for um for acceptance and love it's a it's a dangerous it's a tightrope really because what they will do is you know everyone's everyone's life is different somebody might go off traveling well, what you, what's what that your source of love and companionship now has gone? That's a big deal to a human. Just wait a second, one guys. One second, guys. Noah, yeah. just go tell Grandma to open the the door for for, for Nana, please. Is she out there? Yeah, she's out there. Um, sorry about that. So so yeah so when we when we're young and we don't have a, a family in particular because we've 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 come away from being a family unit these days because of capitalism because you're an individual now what you start to do is look for acceptance or this is what i did anyway you start to look for focus more on acceptance from from people rather than being success orientated um and and, and take your career in a more positive direction what what is actually more important to you is just being accepted by people um so, British values. Let's talk about British values because I hear this a lot. There's different groups of people. There's different groups of people 
in every single country. And British values, are, you know, people coming to our country have to adopt British values. But the way I see it is British values, are, Britain is the demographic of people that are there now. The people living in this country right now, they are Britain. Whether you like it or not, Britain is not 50 years ago. Britain is not the 1990s. Britain's not Tony Blair and his, his, his piece of shit campaign. Britain's not... Uh, it's not Winston Churchill. It's not world, us winning World War Two. It's now. Britain is right now. So the people who have values of, of actual good values, that is British values, right? And I don't know whether you agree or not, but if you don't agree, tell me. Explain why. Um, ultimately, you know, an example... You know, of, of a story, what I see a lot, the politicians, you, I, I will wear a poppy because I, because of my respect for the men that went to die, but they were tricked in going to die. They were told a story that the, the country's going to value them and all this stuff. The people who went and died in war that, that we re wear a poppy to remember, they were told a story by powerful people that this, that the name's going to be remembered forever. And, and, and that's another example of a story that we get told. Um, all we are is urbanised human. Urbanised humans are pretty much like an animal in a zoo. You see an animal in a zoo, you know that they're subdued. You feel, you feel that they're, they're not living life to the, to the, to the fullest time. Um, but what they actually are, what we actually are is urbanised humans. We're, we're just animals that are, that are subdued. And we're not living to how our brains are, are, are wired. So don't worry if you feel stressed and, and, and anxious because it's normal, because society is not designed for, for our... Our brains are not designed for the society in how it is because um, all we are is a storytelling ape. Guys, sorry if there's been any background noise. It kind of put me off a little bit, but I'll catch you later on. Don't forget to like uh, Future Lifestyle Pro page. Don't forget to uh, subscribe to the podcast. Have a nice day. And if you want the book, Who Moved My Cheese, which is about handling stress, and it's a very short book, slide into those DMs and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll send you it straight over. Love you. Bye.